podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Whistleblowers Daily, the show that gives you the football headlines and some concise opinion on each every weekday of the football season. I'm Mark Smith. These are your football headlines for Tuesday the 15th of November. There's more fallout and more headlines from Cristiano Ronaldo's interview with Piers Morgan. New clips of the interview, to be shown in full over Wednesday and Thursday evenings, have been released. This time, they show the Portuguese forward taking aim at Manchester United owners the Glazer family and Gary Neville. The club say they're waiting for all the facts to come to light before taking any action. Ronaldo is currently in Portugal, training with the national team ahead of a friendly on Thursday, before flying out to Qatar for the World Cup. John Stones says that centre-back partner Harry Maguire's lack of game time this season will not affect their bond ahead of the World Cup. Centre-back pairing Stones and Maguire are going into their third major tournament together after the 2018 World Cup and Euro 2020. Maguire has only started one Manchester United League game since August. Stones said, When I look at Harry, I see a partner. Through all our experiences, he's had my back and I've had his. The England squad have completed their media duties at St George's Park and will fly out to Qatar today. Those are your headlines. OK, we're going to have to talk about Ronaldo again, I'm afraid. This is all very carefully constructed to take up as much media time as possible on Ronaldo's part. You know, releasing these clips in stages. We had it on Sunday night. We had it last night. I'm sure we'll have it again before the interview goes out on Wednesday and Thursday. But let's talk to football writer for Forbes and Manchester United fan Sam Pilger. Cristiano Ronaldo promised he would speak the truth three months ago and he's kept to his word. And it's rather a sad uh, spectacle This is simply a matter of a footballer who turns 38 in February not being good enough to make the starting 11 anymore. And rather than deal with that, work harder to to prove he deserves to be in it, accept reality, become an impact sub, or quietly think, I need to move on. He has come out with this juvenile nonsense. To say Eric Ten Hag has disrespected him is ridiculous. Ten Hag has been patient, but frankly, Ronaldo has disrespected him constantly, failing to turn up for training, failing to turn up for pre-season, leaving games before they finish in pre-season, refusing to come on against Tottenham. Um, And and Ten Hag, which I thought was a mistake, uh, made Ronaldo his captain. Ronaldo has actually played in the last, uh, the four times that Ronaldo, last four games he's been involved in, he started all of them. And he was made captain against Aston Villa. I mean, I thought that was a mistake, making him, after the way he'd behaved two weeks later, after he refused to play, making him captain. But there you go. So that what he think, that's what he thinks is disrespect. This is all a ruse for the club to be forced into selling him, which is what he wants. He wanted that in the summer, but nobody came to buy him except the Saudi Arabians, and he didn't want to go there. This gives United no option. It's very hard to see him playing for United ever again he's done it cowardly as the season has the first half of the season's finished and the World Cup starts and now he he wants to leave and United probably will sell him and Ten Hag will be relieved to do so because United are a better team uh, without Ronaldo that has been proven all their best results and performances of the season beating Arsenal beating Tottenham beating Liverpool have all come without Ronaldo Um, This will free up money on the wage bill to hopefully get a new striker in January, certainly next summer. Um, And then just lastly to add, Ronaldo talking about Wayne Rooney's looks and Gary Neville using him for fame. It's just the sort of, I mean, I I hesitate to use teenage girl in a 
playground for insulting teenage girls, but it really is ridiculous stuff and, and it's all very sad and unnecessary. Will it tarnish his legacy with United fans? A little bit at the moment, but anybody who's brought Premier League's Champions League and scored over 100 goals, that that's pretty hard in time. those the, the, the bitterness over this will fade and those memories will be remembered fondly, but uh, it's best he leaves now. That was Sam Pilger, football writer for Forbes, Manchester United fan, all-round good egg. OK, let's move on to John Stones and Harry Maguire. All right, this is going to come up a lot, I think. Maguire is almost certain to start for England, isn't he? I don't think there's too many people that doubt that. I think there's a little bit of resentment around the fact that Maguire hasn't been playing very much for United, if at all. And I think there's a lot of people that aren't happy with Southgate saying one thing and doing another. You know, Southgate's always said he'll pick on form. Well, it's not that Maguire's playing badly. He's not playing at all. So how are you going to pick him? On the flip side, however, as John Stone said, they've got a good understanding. They've got a bond. They've played a lot of... Uh, important games together, high-pressure situations, and that must count for something. And I think the the most telling part of all of this is Maguire's only going to get a look-in and only going to be playing minutes for England because we don't have many options there. You know, historically, you look at previous World Cups, sort of pre-2018, we've always had good centre-backs. Good centre-backs, good keepers. And it's something that in the last few years we've struggled with a little bit. I mean, who are you going to pick ahead of Maguire? Who's got the experience ahead of Maguire? Eric Dyer? Well, yeah, he's a good player. He's definitely a shout. But I'm not sure he's... He's not an elite European or world centre-back, I don't think. Uh, ben White? I love Ben White, but he's not even been playing at centre-back this season. He's been a right-back for Arsenal. I think if we had more options, we'd be playing someone else that isn't Aaron Maguire. But as it is, I think Southgate's sort of got one arm tied behind his back on this one, and... As Stone says, you know, you you do have these partnerships, you have these bonds, and they that does count for something. So, I think due to a lack of options, it's going to be Harry Maguire. Uh, so, you know, it's difficult because if Harry Maguire drops a clanger during this tournament, then people are going to absolutely hammer Southgate for it. But it's just, you know, what do you want him to do? What do you want him to do? We don't have many options. Connor Cody is a good player. I think probably be- better off in a three. Maybe Maguire and Stones are playing in a three as well. I, d- I don't know. We don't know. These are all these questions we can't really answer. It's going to be mindless speculation for a lot of it, certainly into the build-up against Iran. Uh, beyond that, hopefully we'll have some more information. But until then, you're going to see this in this entire week leading up to our first game against Iran on Monday. It's just going to be a lot of hearsay, speculation, Pundits giving us their their first 11s, their starting two or three at the back. So be prepared. Strap yourselves in. It's not going to go away. All right, that's all we've got time for today. We'll be back same time tomorrow with more Whistleblowers Daily. Sports Social Podcast Network.